Horrors in the House as Jordan McCloskey stops by to talk up his anticipated new film, Ghost Puncher, a story of one man, three ghosts, and two fists. Also on the show, a new trashy McTrash Trash. KFC allows you to capture your life mistakes right from their photo printing chicken bucket, and a poor hitchhiking robot meets its maker in Philly. Take a minute and get lost with us. Jeremiah Johnson. And, uh, one of them, just out of the blue, to another one, uh, said, "I kind of want to get a new slide whistle." And to be honest, I wasn't sure how to take that. Uh, kind, kind of. Well, like, are you indecisive about the slide whistle choice? Well, no. And well, and, and when we were talking earlier, I was surprised. Like the new actually is what threw me because it means they've got one a already, and, one. and there's yeah. they're they're looking to either either they've used the shit out of it, so they've been slide whistling like a crazy motherfucker, or. They just like want to like step it up to the professional grade slide whistle. Yeah, this is which, like one of those moments where you just it breaks your brain a little. Like that Lewis Black routine about uh, if it wasn't for my horse, I wouldn't have taken that last year of college or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you're routine. just like so you actually want to you S- fill in the thing. blanks yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm so. like kind of want a new slide whistle, kind of. And there's like a story you build around them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome everyone um, back to episode 78 of the Lost and Home podcast. Um, this one is the one about Ghost Puncher it's because one about we Ghost Puncher. have an interview this week. Uh, we're interviewing Jordan McCloskey, who is the uh, producer, writer, creator of. Actually, he's not the producer technically, but I guess he's going to get well, a producer yeah, I mean, credit. Yeah, I would assume so because baby. I mean, it really is. Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah. we, well, we'll find out a little yeah. bit more when we talk to when we talk to him. But yeah. uh, so we'll be diving into an interview about the upcoming movie Ghost Puncher, which is currently in pre-production, and uh, he just got a producer, he just got a director. I know, they're, he's, they're, he's lining them up and knocking them down. So we're we're like in on the ground floor, and which is sounds pretty good because you'll hear from the interview because uh, you know spoiler alert. Actually, spoiler. That's a stupid thing to say when it's actually not a spoiler. Like, it, spoiler yeah, alert. There's absolutely no spoilers. <laughs> no, but um, and especially like, I was just using it as a uh, oh uh, by the way we've actually we've already done the interview. That's the way we do these is we do the interview ahead of time, make sure we actually have it in the show, and we pipe it in. You know, because welcome to another episode of Jeremiah and Scott talk about all the nuances of producing a podcast that nobody fucking cares about. Do you know one of those nuances of producing a podcast? It's getting help from other people. This yeah. industry is not easy. There's a million like podcasts. My dick. <laughs> <laughs> get it? My penis is I, a dick. I, I, I do. I do get Dick's it. Dick's also a name. <laughs> I don't know. Well, as I was about to say, uh, yes. we partnered with the In Session Film Podcast. Oh, right. They're um, awesome. They're they awesome. are a great podcast. You should go over and listen to them and give them five-star reviews. You should leave us five-star reviews. But oh, you should also read their reviews on our lostandownpodcast.com website, where you can find episodes of our show and bonus content, including their film reviews. I, um, I think, yeah, that, I mean... Uh, if you'd like to find them on Twitter, it's at In Session Film on Twitter. So. Yeah, they're freaking awesome. And actually, uh, and I think, I don't know if we how much we announce it uh, during the interview, but, you know, we also uh, look up Ghost Puncher, luckily. Actually, we found out that there is actually another, somebody else took Ghost Puncher something or whatever. So there's what, at Ghost Puncher XL, I think, is, is the Twitter handle for 
Ghost Puncher. Yep. And it's fucking awesome stuff. Which I think, again, we this is all probably going to get repeated in a few minutes because yeah, it's been a week that, since that's we That's why I'm just letting yeah. you talk and not, not piping <laughs> in at all. And here's actually, and this is like, we're, we're not technically associated with this other podcast, but like, they've been pretty awesome on Twitter, but, uh, and we've actually have shouted them out, so might as well shout them out again. You should leave five-star reviews for uh, Pure Orgasmic Love podcast because they've been fucking cool and they're really awesome. Yep. Uh, and like, their, their subject matter is really cool and like it's, a, about, it's a podcast that's entirely about sex and it's, it's definitely sex, yeah. not safe for work but it's done in a very uh, uh fun way and the two hosts are great yeah, together. it's not like when they're, we they're talk amazing. about sex as if no, we we're pretend, like pretend we've had it before we're like, we're like 12 year olds <laughs> who have this imaginary idea of what it is yeah like and, we we heard somebody's watching pornography once and we just that's we based everything about sex on that no about whatever the uh, or the porno ladies yell, and and, uh, and uh, what is her name? Dragonfly from the uh, the podcast uh, left us a five star review. Uh, oh, it's right, the only yeah. one we have this week, yeah. so we're gonna read it at the top of the show here. Uh, this is by Little Gem seventy seven. Five stars says from their hilarious topics to their contiguous laughs. I find myself sitting at my desk laughing out loud each episode. They're witty, smart, and ever so charming with their dirty talk. A great listen each week. I promise they will entertain you. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, both Dragonfly and your next uh, pseudonym, uh, Little Gem Seventy Seven. We don't know her real name, but we know two fake names. Great. Um, that works for me. Um, yeah, that's uh, a great podcast. Go check out Pure Orgasmic Love podcast if you are into uh, sex. You know, if you like it, if you enjoy it, if you want to know more about it, uh, it's informative and fun. If if you don't like sex, I don't know what to do with you. Vote Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Boo sex. All right. Um, and also, we might as well get this out of the way. Um, we'd like everyone who listens to the show to take a moment and go over to audibletrial.com slash lost. That is the link that will be posted on our website and on Twitter. And if you go find that link and go to it, you will go to Audible, which is a great audiobook service with over thousands of books. Over thousands. <laughs> yeah, over thousands. And what happens when you go to that link specifically is you get a free month of Audible on Audible. Uh, that's 30 days of their service for free. Yeah. And then by using our slash lost link, you get a free book on us. Boom. You can pick any book you want. It's not uh, about us. They have books on us, by yes. Trump, about Trump. For Trump. There's uh, Sasquatch uh, f- porn fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Oops, I got excited and hit the mic there. Sorry. Yeah. I um, guarantee you there is. I know you're just kind of oh, like there definitely is. Yeah. We had a whole episode last year actually about reading the erotic reading uh, audiobooks yeah. that you can find on audible and i i would say if you want to do this free month just to go there and look up werewolf <laughs> porn and bigfoot porn you should do that and, and, about, and listen to as many as you want because a lot of them are for free well too. yeah and, and the, a lot of them are like either for free even without like you can use our our free book to like actually get one of the ones that cost like 20 bucks that's what yeah, you get do. like that new but uh, these other ones like through the service you can yeah. get these for like e- e- from free to like two dollars like two dollars is an expensive uh, uh, porny fan fiction because it's it's worth the two dollars I think to laugh your ass off yeah. at one of those and who knows maybe it'll open up a I new ended up, well I ended up purchasing uh, purchasing a couple uh, when we were doing that segment um, this you know earlier this year because like I couldn't quite find like the the little clip they gave wasn't really exactly what I, what I wanted to hear um, you know to put into the show as like a clip I was mm-hmm. like now nah, there's got to be something juicier and we ended up like with some amazing juicy tidbits out of uh, actually just spending two bucks it's, to buy the yeah, entire hilarious. thing and then scrubbing through it and uh, <laughs> scrubbing through it the, the, I masturbated while listening to it think about it this way if you go to audibletrial.com slash lost and you buy I don't know a normal book like uh, a Stephen King book or something and you're yeah. like this is awesome I'm enjoying it great 
there were no good podcasts on this week because in August it's notorious for people taking vacations and breaks from their Not shows. Us. Wait, so there, wait, we are. We were totally to taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there, there's enough. these moments where you run out of podcasts and you could just like cram in an entire Stephen King book in that week and and be smarter for it, or you could have friends over for drinks and smoke or something and put on an audiobook of Bigfoot fucking people. And just have a great time. And just let it play in the background while you have martinis. Yeah. and It'll be awesome. Yeah. and Trust just, us. Just, we're, we're building your weekend for you. You don't no longer have to look at your wife and go, honey, what are we, we doing do? this weekend? What do you want to do? No, like, this no, weekend you're fucking... having the Joneses, the Smiths, and the Kostakis. Yeah. They're all coming to your house. Coming over for... And you're going to listen to Bigfoot erotic porn. Sasquatch uh, uh, key party. Yep. And uh, yeah, what, well, I didn't say they had to have a key party, but you know what? If it if it turns the mood, if the martinis are flowing. Well, that's what I think. Like, you've got Sasquatch porn on the background. You, you've going got, like, a cho- yeah, you've you, got a chocolate fountain on the dining room table. He took out his you gigantic, <laughs> gigantic hairy cock. Yeah. I'm assuming his cock is hairy. I would like Although to th- we're I hairy would, and our cock generally isn't hairy. I wouldn't think mine, so. Mine is not. Mine is not. Okay. Um, no, we're, we're good there. Maybe uh, pure orgasmic love can get to the bottom of whether or not uh, the. the uh, Bigfoot's cock is is hairy. They they're a little more that, surgical uh, when it comes to. They the, are. They, they have a nuanced tone about them. Yeah, they're uh, not quite as uh, as filthy and uh, and immature as we are. Like for instance, at this key party that you uh, hypothetically uh, yeah, yes. envisioned, I would say uh, oh, the Joneses, my... the Smiths, the Kostakis, and the family you who's inviting them. Yeah, yeah. Whoever um, it is, you, you have here. all the men in this room stripped naked, put Love their it. feet Love in it. the chocolate fountain, <gasps> and then leave. Bigfoot tracks oh, leading around the house, like and that. each one of the girls then randomly picks a set to follow, follow to find whoever Bigfoot. Whoever they find, they fuck, right? So yeah. it's like, oh, you don't know. Maybe you'll end yeah, up they with jump your own right partner. on his hairy dick and. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> now there's another hairy dick involved. Yeah, it's so, called, it's called um, Bigfoot Hunting Key Party Fun, not yeah. Palooza. Bigfoot and you should do hunting. it. But before you do that, go to audibletrial.com slash lost and use that link to get your Bigfoot porn. That works. It exists. If you don't think it exists, just type it into Google. You'll find it. You're I saying, found it. I've you, Googled everything. Yeah, you have Googled everything. <laughs> Anybody who listened last week to Scott's Google hole. Which is a reoccurring segment now. It yep. will be back. Yep. Uh, probably not next week. Did though. you hear? I made an intro for it. I actually, made an intro Probably not for the it. week after. Shit, we've actually planned out most of this month already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, in like three, four weeks, five, six weeks three weeks we could probably do it yeah, yeah. again we could do it, yeah. um, no i have You're, not heard the intro for google hole i have not heard last week's episode it's, yet it, I, I made an intro i promised i would i made I will, an intro i'll listen to it on the it's ride catchy home today. As, it's catchy as fuck man i can't so, i'm a little scared no it, it, believe me it's actually catchy it's 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 not like originally i was thinking because remember like we were getting a little delirious because of the the heat, the heat. and uh, i was like think like at least six times i uh i pretended i was eating and licking your balls my initial thought was to make the Scott's Google Hole intro just be like four minutes of me making those sound effects again. Go, oh yeah, your bones taste so good, Scott. Oh yeah. And then I, uh, I, on the bus ride home one night, I actually got like an idea for like a real. It's more like a like an '80s sitcom jingle or like a no commercial jingle. So okay, you should listen to it. I will. Uh, and may, and or even wait three weeks until we uh, have it on again or whatever. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how about we talk to that ghost puncher guy? Are we ready to do that yet? Yeah, um, uh, well, actually, no, one more piece of housekeeping. Housekeep away. Um, com, our website. If you go to the menu tab at the top of the screen and click on store, you can support our show one other way by buying items. Right. Nice items. Uh, baby onesies uh, and shot glasses. Things I frequently mail out together. Together, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, actually, that's not, also, that's, that's not actually bad because uh, anybody with a child um, probably, I have, probably needs <laughs> yeah. a fucking drink. Yeah. Also, there's coffee mugs, uh, women's and men's T-shirts, both plain style <laughs> and uh, ringer style. And we'll be adding some items. Uh, right. And also, if you don't see an item you want, if you want a, a hoodie, a, a V-neck like Christopher Ball keeps asking, and I keep forgetting to post, uh, those items are available and we can actually custom make things for you. Uh, I think pretty soon we are going to start doing uh, more custom images. So far, they're all our cat logo right yeah. which i think is great but i think when we have weeks where we come up with weird stories and sayings you and i should flex our artistic muscles and we should design some new shirts well, I, I, that I are feel like I, we should design shirts like that we should also use this just uh, as opposed to as also the gateway for our second sister podcast which we won't go into a lot of detail with but we mentioned it last week and we're going to get it back together we need, is, we um, need merchandising. Horror, yeah horror, horror in the court with darren ewing great judge darren ewing um that we'll be uh rolling out uh incrementally some remastered versions as little bonus pods which actually is in this interview too uh right we mention yeah, it yeah that's right we do um so uh, yeah, I think maybe you know somewhere down the road, maybe by October, we can uh, plop a little uh, horror in the court logo. We will stuff need up there a new logo by then because technically we're not allowed to use the art that's in our logo. I love it, but we, we need original art. I had one started that I just need to ink, and I'll get it back. It's yeah. only been twelve months. I'm, I'm I, I got faith it's going to get done someday. <laughs> Here's the thing. And the same thing happened whenever I would make uh, art for uh, like album covers that I like for my band, uh, Torpedo Rodeo. If you go to check out Torpedo Rodeo, you'll realize that we're not together anymore, but we have uh, music out there on Spotify. That's Jeremiah's so. band. Um, and if you go find them on Spotify, they're fucking awesome. It's, it's good. Actually, our third album is going to come out at some point, probably on SoundCloud for free or whatever. We'll just post that out because uh, we've recorded that three years ago. Um, and so I'll start working on a uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, logo for Horror in the Court, and if you beat me to it, you win. Okay. But otherwise, we need a logo within like weeks. I've, I've got it all. I've got it figured out. Yeah, we'll. So we, we, we need all, to we'll swap race. it out from yeah. everywhere. It, in it's, it's, hand, it's hand drawn. All good. You know, uh, we, I do like our current one, but it's just it's not legal for us yeah. to use. You can't use so. it. All right. All right well, let's, how uh, about uh, we talk woo. to Jordan McCluskey of Ghost Puncher? Yep. All right. Uh, we are here today with Jordan McCloskey. Uh, he is currently working on a brand new project that came to our attention recently, thanks to our show's friendly little helper, Christopher Ball. And uh, this project is Ghost Puncher. Uh, immediately, we fell in love with both the name and the concept. And we have Jordan here today to explain exactly what this project is and why you should be interested in it. Uh, Jordan, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Awesome. Uh, not too bad. Good. Good. No, thanks for having me. This is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, Good. definitely. You are uh, you are the creator, uh, co-producer, and um, director? Writer. Writer. Writer, sorry, of yeah. uh, Ghost Puncher. Um, what exactly is Ghost Puncher? It is just that. It's going to just have the title for an hour and a half. <laughs> that is all you need, honestly, because I was I was like, you had me at Ghost Puncher, and I'm pretty much yeah. sure there's nothing else that needs to happen. And you just loop the theme song, right? <laughs> literally, literally, yeah, exactly. We'll have a little bit of like Dougie Fresh Rap in there. Nice. Um, no, Ghost Puncher is, uh, I mean, I like to describe it as a supernatural horror comedy. That makes any sense. Um Oh, it definitely does in this day and age where movies like Troll 2 and Evil Dead 2. And... Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I wanted to write, I mean, God, this has been going. I mean, I wrote it a couple of years ago and we've had different producers and people really interested and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to write a film, you know, because when I sat down, we did a short film of Ghost Puncher like eight years ago for a Halloween party. And... I mean, it was just me punching ghosts, inflatable ghosts, and they'd explode, and I lost my hands, and it was called Ghost Kicker. 
Um, but you couldn't really do that for an hour and 45 minutes. So I, I, I well, maybe you could, you could, <laughs> you could, and we'd love it having a few beers. Right. Uh, but so I wanted to, I wanted to like really do something that, that you don't really see anymore. And I kind of went back to the old school. I went, you know what I went back to was the lost boys. Oh, oh my God. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I actually just rewatched know it's this a vampire film and mm-hmm. I know it's, but it's, it's got this comedy dark stuff going on oh yeah in the most serious situations they crack jokes absolutely they, have, they say puns and stuff and, like, and it works it gets you to go ah, ha, ha, wait a minute and oh, then it yeah. kind of but it also makes you question be like well this is dark but. especially in a moment where in real life you'd be having a mental breakdown yeah you and would if, be and i mean the fact that Corey Haim has a sexy picture of rob lowe is <laughs> <laughs> something that always stays in my mind but yeah exactly and i think I, I wanted to do something like that so i came up with basically the synopsis of the film is um, a father and a son move into a house. It's a single father. The house is, you know, decrepit. It's not really type Amityville, but it's just a, a house. Okay. Um, and it's haunted by by three spirits. And they're they're called the Column Bells. And it's a mother and her two daughters that died like in 1897. They were serial killers. They had kids as slaves and they ate them and all this stuff. Is there any truth in that story? Or is this no, completely you know a fabrication? What? No, it's a yeah. No, it's a total total fabric. Thank God. <laughs> um, I was like, why no, haven't I heard of this before? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, so it, the house used to be on a poor house, so it kind of has a little bit of poltergeist at the beginning, where it's kind of their fun and little, you know, little the little fun things happen. The ball bounces by itself, or whatever, and then the ghosts possess the dad, um, and the son has to find an exorcist, and he goes on the internet and finds this hack called the ghost, calling himself the ghost puncher. And he's not really a hack. He's just that desperate kind of schlub that lives in a van. And he kind of moves in with the kid because he doesn't live anywhere else. And they do, and they they try to save the day. He tries to save the day from the dad. So it's basically kind of turns into Evil Dead 2 after that. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, it's got the tone. Like, I really, the first, the first, like, 50 pages, the tone is very, you know, Corey Haim- you know, kind of meeting Corey Feldman at the beginning, you know, things like that, that you don't really get in films today in terms of, of horror. Yeah. They um, built more character in that comic book shop scene in lost boys than most films do in an entire hour and a half. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think, I mean, I should, I'll give you guys the this, this script, but th- there's a, there's a, uh, the kid's name's Liam and he's got a best, well, a best friend who's a girl named Sam and she's a psychic. And so that's kind of their relationship, like is awesome. And table reads we've had, it's been really awesome. And um, so, yeah, exactly. I kind of wanted that whole thing that 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 Lost Boys used to have, and the opening of the original Poltergeist, not the new one, but you know where it was just kind of fun and nuts, and then all of a sudden, shit gets real, for yeah. lack of a term. And um, and I also, you know, listen, I also. Oh God! Like I mean, I love Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead Two, and everything hits the fan. And I wanted the Ghost Puncher to kind of have that that vibe to him. And it gets it gets a little nutty and, and crazy, but it's it's bloody gory fun. Um, now, when you say nutty and crazy, uh, one of the two comparisons I've heard for Ghost Puncher, the the basis and the synopsis, were uh, comparisons to Wolf Cop and Kung Fury, uh, found on Netflix and YouTube, respectively. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, in terms of, of, you know, I haven't seen Kung Fury. I've seen, oh, like, you haven't. Of, but, you know, there's, there's I something mean, to do tonight. <laughs> there's, yeah, spoiler alert. I mean, in our, my script in Ghost Puncher, Ghost Puncher gets sucked into the nether. Because 
what Ghost Puncher does is he hold these, holds these ghosts down and he recites this Latin and then the netherworld pops up. It's almost like a Ghostbusters thing where they get sucked into a portal. Right, okay. And he gets put into a portal and it's all crazy. And, and I did think of Kung Fury in terms of that hyper real kind of craziness that goes on with that would be the netherworld. Because the netherworld has like, you know, the evilest of evil. It's got like a troll. It's got like, you know, Hitler, all that kind of stuff and ghosts. It's, yeah, wacky, and, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, and it's like so. I wanted that. So I, that Kung Fury thing happened in the Wolf Cop. I think in terms of maybe the humor, like it takes Ghost Puncher. The name is crazy, just like Wolf Cop. It's cool and crazy, but like this script totally takes it seriously. It's not tongue in cheek. I mean, it's funny. There's some like kind of it's like Lost Boys, where it's kind of like there's a nod into the camera almost. That yeah, there's, there's vampires get out here, Mikey, and all that stuff, but. Yeah. <laughs> It's not too par- it's not parody at all. And I think that's what surprises people where they see the name, I show you the posters, and and a lot of I mean we've had some really great buzz on Twitter. I love those posters, by the way. Yeah, like people love it. And I, I wanted to also kind of do that that I mean, those were the tongue in cheek with with the posters, right? Just like the booze and the screw you Casper and all that stuff. Well they also look perfect eighties as well. Well yeah, I, I get that yeah. sense of like and that's kind of I think the only thing that really tied me when I thought of uh, that in the connection to Wolf, Wolf Cop when people yeah. it. it was actually the 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 I guess the the, the logo it kind of looked like yep. that classic 80s like painted logo and that kind yeah, of thing. airbrushed yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I developed that like literally because Ghost Punch has been being developed for like god almost three years now but we're really getting to a point where it's going to be made now but the guy that designed all that I, I showed him Again, this is like three, three, almost three, four years ago. I showed him the Girl Talk. You know the album Girl yeah, Talk. Yeah, yeah. There's, That's there's great. a five, the G T. Yeah, five. yeah. So I showed him that. And I said, "Could you make that into a logo?" So this was like, I mean, I don't know when Wolf Cop came out officially, but we had done that. I'm like, we had done that before them. But I mean, in Wolf Cop, that logo's dope and it's crazy cool and stuff. But um, yeah, we wanted to kind of have that because I mean, the fact of the matter is, we don't have a trailer. We don't. You know, we don't have some, so we have to rely on creating the character and the logo seems to really resonate with a lot. And I'm telling you guys, I'm doing like interviews in the UK for this thing. <laughs> it's not even made this movie. And people like love the name, love the logo. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, what's it about? You know? well, but I think but I think you're doing yourself a, like a justice by actually thinking uh, like ahead of time, like, oh, the the logo needs to fit the atmosphere of the movie. Like you're bringing, yeah. you're bringing to mind of these... Uh, these 80s classics stuff like uh lost boys and this feeling of like bringing this classic that's horror cool. movie back and someone yeah. just sees the logo and i'm like that's a fucking classic horror movie like I, I i've been listening to uh you know some some bands and stuff that kind of recreate some of that sound like perturbator these weird bands like that that kind of okay, create these yeah. like 1980s uh uh horror soundtracks like john and, carpenter yeah yeah pretty much like john carpenter soundtracks and what they do Goblin, is like yeah. and a lot of those are yeah and Goblin. I mean, I, fucking worship goblin and, and dario argento and all those guys but uh you know though you those classic uh uh horror movie posters where like there, there's the font the typeface whatever the it's it's hand drawn it's hand painted uh you've just got this cool design that just makes me the second i saw it i was like i i, I want to see that i don't know why i want to see this but it feels like it feels like <laughs> no, my childhood it's great yeah yeah no thank you no it's the guy that designed it actually won an emmy and it's, he's really talented <laughs> but um no i like because i'm listen i'm a fan and i i just want to see it's i sound so cliche i just want to see what i like on the you know and i just don't see that kind of stuff like i walk into the movie theater 
And if I saw a ghost, and I'm not just saying this because I created it and wrote it, and I'm basically God. <laughs> but, That's but, how we read this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you put, put the one with God, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. So, so if I saw those posters, I would be like, guys, buddies, like all my friends, let's go see Ghost Puncher tonight. And I mean, I had a bit of this thing. We got a lot of our followers is when Pol- the new Poltergeist came out. And I was trying to pick a fight as Ghost Puncher with Poltergeist. Nice. And, and it, but it was true. It was like, did, would they, you did rather they take see the Ghost Puncher or Poltergeist? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because really, by by watching the the new Ghost Puncher, you might be like d- taking yourself back to the old Poltergeist as opposed to the new Poltergeist, which is kind of taking you away from that old sensation. Like that that's for the new generation of people who they're assuming this new horror movie, whatever, that doesn't actually work. Where I feel like. The people, I don't know, I, I, the the love of horror movies from the 80s and stuff is coming back around anyway. Like, the, yeah, re- yeah. the retro hipstery kind of thing yeah, is like, also like working for today's follows. generation. And the reason Yeah, like I was just going to say, so it good. follows, right? Like, yeah. it follows, has that 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 vibe and the post. Like, again, it's all, it's, listen, it's all marketing and stuff. But when I, again, when I originally sat down and went, I got a name. I definitely have a name. There's something to the short that we did of this guy that's really thinks he's great and he's not. Oh, um, Actually, but so- what are we going to make this about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what are we going to make this about? And the only reason, and I know Lost Boys is a vampire film, but I remember going to see that four times. My sister's, like, she was a teenager in the 80s, and she would bring me kicking it because she loved Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> and, and Jason Patrick. So I, I, I really absorbed uh, Lost Boys, and 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 I, I went back to that. Because you know what? I met with a bunch of directors the last couple of years that were interested in the film, and a lot of them would say to me, you know, I, I really like it, but it's a kids movie. Like, there's kids in it, and 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 I was like, no, like it's not. But but it, it's going to be marketed as a kid, and kids can't see it. And I said, well, like Lost Boys, never ending story. You know, the list goes on and on. Um, Heck, even where, Babadook recently. Yeah, like those are kids, but doesn't make it a kids movie. It was yeah. a weird thing that they would tell me, and I was like, no, it's this is what's not like you're right, the Babadook. It's like the stuff that they're not heck, doing. Heck, even the movie Kids. Wasn't a kid's movie. <laughs> that was definitely yeah. not a kid's movie. <laughs> and that director probably would have went, well, that's a kid's movie. So yeah. <laughs> Nickelodeon. He, he didn't sound like John Travolta, but that's yeah, my yeah. voice. <laughs> but yeah, like, that. so I, I wanted to do that. And I wanted to like, I think that's the stuff that guys like us and girls out there and all that stuff would sit down and kind of relate to it a little bit more. Like I can still pop in those movies that we had in the 80s that have kids like the Goonies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you still, you feel like a kid, but you feel like you're watching a grown up film. Um, and that's what I wanted to do with this. And I think that's what kind of drew people, especially the producer that we got and the director that was going to be attached to the film, is that it's something different that is not really out there and it's exciting, you know? Well, and, and I feel like, you know, when you were just mentioning those movies, especially yeah. like I, when I look back on those movies, I'm like, oh, I love them because of the nostalgia attached. But then I show them to my, like, my nephew and niece who, you know, who of, of different ages. I mean, one's like 10, the other one's like 18. And, they get these, they're, they're like retro, quote unquote, or whatever, but uh, they they see them and they still get just as much like joy out of them as I did. And they get just as right. much terror out of them and everything like that. They're timeless for a reason, not just because so of nostalgia. Tough. Like they're actually well-made and actually well-produced and that kind of mentality doesn't die. It, like it can be brought today to these movies and actually everybody of all these varying generations, one, the nostalgia generation like us will get, will get it, but the younger generation will fucking love it too because that's how great they were. That's exactly, and it's it, that's what I again. That's what I want to do. I want you know, I mean, every, there's everything's a reboot now, and everything's mm. a 
everything's a you know making something that was but i mean i think with ghost puncher that could that could be what we 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 want <laughs> what we yeah, had in yeah. the past and I, I mean the great thing about netflix and all that stuff is that you can get this stuff out there um just as i mean it's a great time to be a filmmaker i think it's a great time to be you know loving movies even though I mean, we would go to the movies tonight, and there's a lot of there's probably one or two reboots or or something that's not original. At least, yeah. You know, and I think with Ghost Puncher, you know, it's original. I mean, the name is is original, and people would want a T-shirt. But I think in terms of the movie, I think it flips the script. I think people are a little shocked of when I tell them the synopsis and go, oh, "Okay, I totally watched that." Yeah. Now on uh, on Twitter, people can find you at uh, Ghost Puncher XL, I believe. Yes. Uh, yes. Did Sounds someone like a- actually have the original Ghost Puncher handle? Yeah, it's weird. And I That's crazy. We, we did the short seven, eight years ago now. So when I when I did the um the Twitter, I yeah, I was like, somebody's got Ghost Puncher, son <laughs> of a bitch. Yeah, same thing happened with our show. We wanted at Lost at Home and we had to take at the Lost at Home not because very, someone just not, happened to have not it. Common. Didn't expect it, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what though? I got the website and nobody has it yet. That's good. So I I was shocked because I was thinking somebody's got a ghost puncher. I mean, with Ghostbusters, whatever it is, three or reboot is coming out. I'm sure that people will be craving ghosts, everything. Yeah. yeah. Um. So which helps this movie as well. well. What you yeah. gotta do is go and buy uh, what is it? Ghostpuncher.info.xxx.horse, etc. <laughs> all for Ghostbusters, and I'll yeah. have them redirect to Ghost Puncher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So no matter what the mistyping is, it'll yeah. always land on you. Exactly. Yeah, always. Yeah. Well, you know that, that's not that's. Good. that's that's a new that's a new yeah. world strategy, man. We'll we'll help that's, you out. With that. Yeah, <laughs> screw screw people's minds. Yeah, get yeah. Ghostbuster. Yeah. What is it? Whether Ghostbusters or, or Buster? Get the other one, the singular or the Every, plural. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll we'll help you through this. We'll we'll yeah. buy up a no, shit ton it. of domains, man. Well, because yeah. I mean, that's Twitter was was a big thing. It kind of blew up. I mean, we have we have a lot of followers. Some the movies that are out, like it follows and all that stuff. But Twitter did help. That social media thing did help. And I think reaching out to people, you know, I'm surprised I got my first few, like, your movie's going to fucking suck just like last week. I'm sorry, man. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. I can't believe you came on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. At Home Podcast says, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. You piece of shit ghost whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're not surprised. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it's it's been really cool to get all of that that stuff. And, I mean, it's, it's playing the angles, too. Like, it's trying to get this buzz for a film that is not made yet. And um, I think we're doing a pretty good job because, I mean, I'm talking to you guys and you guys seem pretty interested. Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm, I guess, you know, I'm, the, the things that that sucks is I can't wait for it, but I'm going to have to wait a fuckload of time, I think, because we're still waiting for, uh, well, actually, I guess this might be a good segue into uh, uh, who you have attached, you know, so far. Potentially, uh, we were reading, uh, you might have some producer uh, attached and, uh, you know, or, you know, some, some, some people attached anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, we, you know what? We have a we have a director. We just just like signed attached a really amazing producer, right. um, Gabriel Naporo and and uh, Napora, sorry, and uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. Like it, it, you know, there was a lot of talks with other people because that was the point of it. I I we've had producers before on Ghost Puncher, but you know, we kind of wanted you know somebody that was ex- extremely talented, obviously, and and especially um, experienced. I guess is the word. And uh, yeah, Gabriel is great. He uh, he produced Neil Bloomkamp, like uh, Tetravella, which is like you know the short that was that Chappie is. Yeah. Um, and he's he's got a lot of great like he's a 
prolific producer. Um, Says here he worked on a badge of honor with Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah. And um, And, uh, Juarez 2045 with Danny Trejo. Yeah, and, and that movie looks sick, by the way. Like, I didn't even know that existed. Actually, like, I got to go home and find the trailer. For yeah, it we, we we just we just touched on that right before we we came into oh, this interview. It's, we just it's saw dope. that. Yeah, it's like it's because he did like he's got a special effects company too. So the robots in it looked like the Chappie because that's oh, I think nice. where Neil and him connected, ah, okay. right, with the Chappie robots and um. So which is exciting because you know now with the Ghost Punchers, though, the things that we've talked, I've talked to the director about what we're going to do with the ghosts. Is they're gonna all going to look like Chappie. Yeah, they're all going to <laughs> They're all going to be little robots. Robot. It's going to be it's going to be <laughs> robot ghost like, puncher from now on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like what they can do, it sounds really like because like, we're still obviously we were just about done this this final draft, off, you know. And I've I've had these ghosts in my head for like ever. And I always pictured them as like women in black um ghosts for for whatever reason it just worked right and and uh but what the director wants to do and what we've kind of talked about briefly i'm like holy shit and a lot of things with ghost puncher 2 is is very insidious at the beginning where you you know i see some hands or little eyes peeping or peeking out but there's full-on fights with ghosts like he punches the shit out of ghosts and it's like it's like a ufc fight like there's craziness that goes on and the way the ghosts are gonna look i think i think we can you know make people go holy shit this is awesome i haven't seen this before well and i I guess uh i mean you're mentioning like uh obviously the ghost punching in this uh, you know but you also mentioned it's not a parody of you know necessarily or anything like that so are you are you still really like searching for some of those uh those creepy old school horror movie elements of like getting people to like feel or are you just pretty much shooting for like uh you know this is fun and this is you know whatever yeah, no, I think I didn't want to do the I like I like this is fun and and whatever, um, but I also oh, yeah. like to do that creepy stuff and and so I I mean the first few drafts were that that was the tone like the the opening is an old lady that has a poltergeist in her house and and uh, when the ghost you finally can see the poltergeist which it appears is like holding the old lady's hand and it's really creepy and it's but it's funny too because I always loved you know what I always loved was like. Peter Venkman, God bless Bill Murray. Yeah, that 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 ghost, the librarian ghost. Yes, yep. That's a creepy. It still holds up. It is. Yeah, and walks around the corner and he sees her, and you laugh because you're kind of nervous. Like I remember being a kid going, "Oh my god!" Yep. And he just turns around and goes back. There's a lot of those kind of moments in Ghost Puncher where okay. the dad is oblivious. Like the dad is super oblivious, um, and even when he gets possessed, like it's just. But, but it's, yeah, there's a lot of great creepy moments. Like, you know, someone goes to bed and, you know, you'll see a shadow of like an old lady in a veil, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, so there is that that happy medium. It's a fine yeah. balance. It's, it's a really fine balance because you want to like, you, you still want to like hold that horror aspect. It's kind of like the Evil Dead, actually, what I gather. I remember yeah. when I saw the first Evil Dead when I was a yeah. kid and I thought it was just a straight up horror movie. I, I And it wasn't until a little bit later when I realized like there was a little bit of a joke. Of course, that, that ended up more in Evil Dead 2 where there was almost a remake of Evil Dead 1 with yeah. you know some yeah. intentional camp elements to it but yeah. there yeah. was still some like shit that would just creep somebody out if you actually thought about it in context you're like that that and and Poltergeist is kind of the same way where it's it's creepy in context but then you realize it's a freaking PG movie like there's really nothing like crazy bloody or like saw torture porny about it but it creeps the shit out of you because of like exactly. a little bit of thing it's, yeah it's the beats it's the beats in those movies yeah. i mean Poltergeist the beats are really fantastic. And then all of a sudden they just kind of like when Caroline gets, you know, gone. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then he opens a door and there's all those things flying around. It gets a little bit, uh, that, that's when it ages yeah. the film. But, but there, there's so many great creepy moments in it. And, and that's what I, again, with Ghost Puncher, the first probably 40 minutes are the ghosts being like cheeky, right? Like they're just, they're being like assholes and but yeah. fun and, and then it gets serious. Yeah, like, hey, man, you boo-hoo, yeah, you boo yeah. into this place. And it's like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. And, and like, that's exactly what, and, and again, that's why you go back to those those films like Poltergeist and, and, and The Lost Boys. Like, it, there's kind of a wink and a nod, and, and then all of a sudden they bite a guy's bald head and blood. Yeah, and you're like, oh, these are fucking serious guys. That, like, serious <laughs> things to take. Oh, these these are like specters, these are things that we don't want to mess with and we don't want exactly. to see. Like, they're cute for a second, then, like, you actually all of a sudden are brought into, like, wait a minute, what if these existed in my universe, in my room right now as I'm watching yeah. this? That's that's creepy, yeah. And that's that's spot on. That's exactly what, what I wanted to do. And it it works. Like, I mean, like I said, the table reads that we've had and, and even people, the response, have been like, oh, yeah, that, that's, that gets to you a little bit. And just because of the read, I, I want it to be, like, what freaks me out, too. Which is easy to say. It's easier to say, you know, but you, you got to kind of, again, I went back to that tone that we all love and I really trying to, to get that out. <laughs> and the director is extremely talented and, and I think we're going to be able to make something like it's going to, uh, the world's going to like it. At least the fans I think are, are going to dig it. Yeah. Time. And I, I feel like in, in this day and age of indie horror, like I feel you've got a really good chance at that because like all you, like, in this day and age, I feel like I can trust more and more that, like, if somebody comes out with something good, there's a chance, especially in horror, where the fans will really dig into something good. Um, yeah, it will make it successful at least, at least to the uh, on the indie side of things. It doesn't have to make a hundred million dollars. It, it can right. be successful by just being a good movie and getting just the core fans there to love it. And, and you know, and you guys know this too. It's the team that you that you build kind of around, and and this team with Gabriel and. It's, it's really cool because you get excited when you're writing something and you know the special effects could be really cool. And then, again, not Transformers or anything, but yeah. just full fun stuff. And the humor Thank is, God. is yeah, yeah, exactly. And the humor is funny. It's a small film. Like, it's going to have a like, nice little budget, but it's going to be a small film. And But I think it's going to, again, it's, it's not It Follows. It's not those things that I love and respect. But it's, again, something that's that hasn't been done, at least I don't think. At least, I mean, you say the Babadook, but... You know, there's a serious tone to that. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a very psychological and, and deep. Yeah, movie. yeah, and I think this will 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 get some laughs and and some, yeah, peeing in the pants because they're scared. <laughs> now, speaking of your team, um, you don't have a cast obviously at this point in pre-production, but if you could have a cast and you could pick who you wanted, uh, do you have any like real hopefuls for these roles? And I, I don't even mean maybe seriously, but maybe pie in the sky. Yeah, you know, this has been the, like the million dollar question. Um, but, but you know, because with the treatment that we, the lookbook, we had to pick, you know, certain cast members. I mean, for the ghost puncher, like the thing is with the ghost puncher and the dad, um, I always liked, uh, you know, we have him on the treatment actually is is, is uh, Tyler Labine. Oh, yeah. And, and like whether he would be the dad who's hilarious, like, you know, again, I'm, <laughs> every time I go, who's hilarious, it's like I'm talking about, this is my, I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, Ghost Puncher, who's who's equally like you know, is funny too, and so I could see him being one of those roles. Um, there's a mother who's kind of like next an ex wife in the background that's hilarious and just is always on Skype and all that stuff with the son. I think the real question though is the kids because we have like 13 year olds in this cast, and that's 
we've talked about that a lot, like how, cause that's, they're in the movie and they have to be, yeah. you know, kids like the two kids in the, the new vacation movie trailers, like those type of kids. And that's going to be hard to get, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's been some names. I mean, we're going to go for them. Like we're going to go for some, we think the script's going to be good enough that people are going to, some celebrities are going to be able to like, look, there's, there's a chance for a really cool cameo. Um, we've talked about, you know, some, some cool people being involved with that. Cause there's a flashback with ghost puncher. He's left on a church in like 1980 and a priest, <laughs> his priest teaches him how to do all the ghost punching. So f- essentially there's an original ghost puncher oh, um, out there. So, you know, I mean, there's a really cool thing. And I mean, I mean, pie in the sky, I fucking love Bruce Campbell, but um, you know, there's, there's a lot of cool people that we could reach out to. I mean, listen, it's a cool, like the script is, I think is going to read well and there's potential for them to have some, like a really cool movie to, especially with the special effects and the fun stuff that we're going to do. I think, I think they'll be interested in it. Um, you know? Yeah, no, nice. I, I absolutely like just based again around the single little logo and a little skull got me super excited to the point where I'm actually kind of disappointed that it's not happening tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, no, and, we, uh, it, it's going to happen sooner than later. Like, I mean, yeah. trust me. I mean, we, you know, being in the business and especially with the buzz we've had the last three months, like it's been pretty crazy. Like I'm just telling you guys right now, it's, it's really like, it's going to, it's going to happen. And, um, and are, are we going to see like a, a Kickstarter pop up soon or it hasn't yet, yeah. right? It's, you know, I, originally that was always kind of a thing, but I mean, I don't know. Are you I need it now. I might not need it. I mean, might not need it. Like, that's the thing. I think if you can, like, there's a lot of people, there's been a lot of people just because of the name interested in the film and horror is a really easy sell in terms of investors and all that fun stuff. Yeah, right. It's probably just, a good yeah. rate of turnover yeah. on VOD, Netflix. And, yeah. and, and can, uh, 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 might uh, be in that little poster, you know, yeah. on your, your iTunes, you're going to, and you're going to read the synopsis. I mean, for the demo. Yeah, and as far as uh, you know, our, our listeners, a spa- like a place specifically you want them to go. I mean, Ghost Puncher. You said you got the website. Is there a place where they should yeah, keep no, up well, on all that? Yeah, there's no website, but uh, yeah, Twitter right now. I mean, we're gonna be doing some cool stuff probably in the next month or two. But yeah, Ghost Puncher XL, which yeah, it sounds like a '90s uh, <laughs> hip hop album. Like, so, yeah, from- but it, it actually kind of fits though. I mean, when I when I heard it, it actually kind of it, it it suits what you're doing actually for it some does. reason. It really does. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's extra low. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of people love it. They're like, "This is the coolest name ever," and I always just think they're talking about, but they're talking about the handle, the Twitter yeah. handle. You're like, he's even, like, like, he's even fucking bigger than Ghost Puncher. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> definitely on Bill, purpose. Yeah. yeah, it's like in living color. Like that would be the thing. But yeah, so I think I mean, people can go there, and and we're we're I mean, while this airs, we're breaking some stuff on fright fright hype um, on Crypt TV. But you know, you guys know the the producer now, and we're we're really excited about him because. Uh, just man, like I like I wish I'm. I want to show you guys and what we've done and you know what the ghosts are gonna, could look like and because I think it's right up everybody's alley if they like this kind of thing and yeah. and the tone what we're trying to do is what you know like I said the Lost Boys the the Goonies the Polter original Poltergeist stuff and I think we you're just like it. you're just reciting my fucking childhood everything right you, there you know what's kind of great yeah, yeah. there with the Lost Boys it just made me think uh, you may not know this but we run a second uh, podcast under the Lost and Own Podcast Network umbrella it's called Horror in the Court okay um, we have a third co-host for that and it's Darren Ewing from the movie Troll 2 
Oh, okay. He, he played Arnold, the, the oh my god scene. Oh no, I know exactly. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's our judge in our court on our other podcast yeah. where we both bring a horror movie to court against the other horror movie based on some mutual theme. Oh, um, when your movie Ghost Puncher comes out, a Ghost Puncher versus Lost Boys might make a very good episode for Derek yeah, to judge on. No, that yeah. would be awesome. Because, yeah. I mean, it sounds so weird when I say Lost Boys, but it, it would it would be a good comparison. Because I think, that's I think I it definitely back. is, yeah. I yeah. think that would actually make for good material for yeah. us. And, and, and we, you know, know. We, could, we could call back to this episode and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah. and you'd get to hear with, uh, what you know the star of Troll 2 thinks about those two uh, when yeah. they're put which up against be, each other. Which would be a dream. And I'd be like, oh my, what does he say again? Oh my oh God. Oh my God. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're, anyway, we'll, 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 I mean, I'm sure he'll, he, based on his love of horror movies, I, I feel like this is probably right up his alley too. So, And I might as well plug here because of uh, our plug last week. Uh, we will be re-releasing the Horror in the Court uh, episodes from last year, uh, remastered and rebranded kind of. Uh, this fall in the lead up to our new uh, new episodes. Yeah, yeah, and because it, it makes sense to, to talk about it while we're talking horror, because we obviously uh, have a boner for horror. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we all kind of do. I mean, I, that's what I was drawn to this, but it's and it, you know, here's another one. I mean, probably the closest one that is is like what we were just talking about in the last fifteen twenty years with Shaun of the Dead. Uh, in yeah. terms of that tone, that I don't see, and I, listen, your listeners are probably yelling at their their earphones or whatever they are or something. There's tons out there, but I haven't seen a lot of them other than like Dead Snow 2, which was great and stuff. But yeah, there, there are like, there are little bits and pieces, but yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. You're just like, you're, you're, you see them and you're like, yeah, that's a little bit and that's a little bit, but I just want exactly what's in my head. And you're like, what, what okay, <laughs> we, maybe I just fucking make a movie now. Like right. Slither yeah. fits that bill too, but that's almost a little more serious. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. And, and, yeah, that I totally forgot about Slip. That's an yeah. underrated film. It very much so is, even though the entire like backing of that movie is all like Hollywood royalty. Yeah, but you wonder, Joss you wonder, Whedon, what happened, you wonder what happened to the director. Like, what did he do after that? Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, but uh, but you have like these little bits and pieces that you see out there, and you're just yeah. like, and, and you have this idea in your head that you haven't quite seen out there. And I love the fact that you you were like. Well, well, shit. I just guess I just better make that movie. Like, and you know, because I'm an actor, I'm an actor in Canada, and one of the things I, I did, Ghost Puncher, is kind of a, a joke too. When I was filming a TV show, and everybody was like, "I'm doing a movie, and I'm doing a TV series after," and so I, I lied, and I was like, "I'm doing a film called Ghost Puncher," <laughs> and, and they were all like, "Oh, really?" And I was kind of, you know, and it was kind of egg on my face because they thought it was real. And um, but but I love the name. And what I always wanted to do was like, you know, when you go to the film festivals and you're looking at these these magazines, you know, what's going to be on the screen? And there's like Flower in the Garden and all these obscure names. And you're like, what? Oh, um, Colin Farrell's in it. So I'll go see it. So I always was like Ghost Puncher. I'd always circle that if I saw that in a film. Oh, festival. yeah. Like, that's what I want to see. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. If, yeah. it's shit, if it's the shittiest shit movie ever. You're going to go see Ghost Puncher. You will. Absolutely, I would. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I knew in the back of my head there was somebody attached. Uh, Slither, uh, the director, was James Gunn, and he went on to do Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Oh, okay. No, no, I, was, I was trying to be yeah. I, was I had to, to think about funny. that. When you said it, I'm like, wait, bells are going off in my <laughs> yeah. head. What a nobody <laughs> piece like, of shit. That was the worst joke in the yeah. history of your show, probably. I mean, thank God everybody will hear that, but I was like trying to be, I had it all set okay, up. It went over like, my head, go. but then it hit me in yeah. the head. It was that like, nobody wait. piece of garbage, piece of shit, who did he fucking blab, blab, blab. That soup kitchen recipient. Yeah. He, ain't, he ain't making no ghost puncher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Beautiful. All right, um, I guess I have one last question for you before Do we you. sign off today. 
Yeah. Is there a place online where I could see Ghost Kicker? <laughs> Ghost Kick, yeah. Do, do, Is it on I, YouTube? Oh, I can, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's on Funny or Die. YouTube. Is it? Funny story about Ghost Puncher. That was the original short. Yeah, that was the original short. I thought it was Ghost Kicker. I'm sorry. No, what happens is he's this guy and he calls, it's me, and he calls himself Ghost Puncher and he goes all over. I'm from Toronto, so he's all over Toronto punching inflatable ghosts and going, oh, I'm so great. I'm the only one since Jesus Christ to punch a ghost. (laughs) So basically he loses his hands and it's like this crazy, like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And then it turns into like, and this is before Ghost Adventures. That was based on this British most haunted show that was just always in uh, night vision. They always look like owls and they always (laughs) screamed and there was nothing there. So (laughs) it's like, it's like that. And then all of a sudden I come out of the, This is so. I come out and I'm. I have no hands and I punt, I kick the ghost and I'm like, they're like ghost puncher. I'm like, no, ghost kicker. Uh, and then okay. it plays Mama said knock you out. And um, <laughs> but, but it's it's on Funny or Die. I'll send okay. you guys the link. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll post it. Clearly, a, like that's a pair. Like I don't know if that's totally a parody thing for sure. Um, but we were on YouTube with it and people were starting to post it. The original producers of Ghost Puncher asked them to take it down, but we they were starting to get a bit of a cult following. Huh. And then we had like 20,000, it was one day we had 20,000 views and then it got kicked off because of the, the copyright of LL Cool J. Oh no, okay. So, but anyways, it's on Funny or Die, so I'll send you guys the, the link and it's, okay. it's yeah, yeah, we're, we're I think you guys will it. dig it. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a, we're going to have a showing, that's for sure, yeah. And I think the, the one thing I also did with that was in Ghostbusters, there's a commercial where they're, you know, they're punching the ghosts that come oh, down. Yeah. yeah. And we did that kind of in Ghost Puncher because that's how they find the ghost puncher on the internet. He's got this really like over the top dramatic like video that I'll show you that you guys will see and how he's the only one in the world that can punch ghosts and all that stuff. So we kind of wanted to do that to give a little bit of an homage to to our little thing that really no one's ever seen. <laughs> so gotcha. no, that's so, awesome. So, yeah, no, it's it's out there. So, well, yeah, it's on Funny or Die. It's called Ghost Puncher. And if you, you and your listeners and your fans want to check it out, by all means, I think it's it's a good party. We we premiered it at a Halloween party my buddy had with a band, and people fucking loved it. And that's why I was like, oh, I think I might have something. Yeah, there. we're 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 gonna share it for sure, and, it, and we're gonna definitely uh, as as much as we can spill the beauty of uh, of Ghost Puncher all over everybody. Uh, we are going to do it. So because I'm already excited. Um, uh, yeah. We've been excited. Oh. I, I was excited before I even talked to you. Now all of a sudden you start dropping shit like uh, Lost Boys and Poltergeist on me, and I'm really excited. So yeah, so. no, it's. I think it always shocks people. I think yeah. they think it's gonna be a, a movie where a guys just like punching, which it is. He punches the shit out of ghosts and they right. fight back. But it's it's got that like Corey Haim yeah. Feldman relationship stuff in it, and it reads really well. Yeah, there's so. somebody behind it that actually gives a shit about horror movies and wants to make the the horror movies that they grew up loving, which is you and in your in your group. So yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? The director we have attached is super fucking great, and he's really good at the humor stuff. And I was in a short film that was he got in the festivals all over North America, and he gets that humor too. That's the other thing too, right? It's that that's important, man. And I'm not a director like at all. I don't want to be because it's it's just beyond me and you know finding that that producer that wants to produce and that director that wants yeah, to direct let them do what they're good at like yeah yeah and, and not a producer that wants to be the director and the yeah. right you know what i'm saying like it's it's such a crazy thing but i i we found that and um and it's fucking funny like it's fun you guys i think will will really enjoy it and then like i said once i'm done this draft we'll i'll send it to you guys and Absolutely. see if you dig it 
Sounds uh, good. Yeah, that sounds right. great. Yeah, so uh, thank you very much, Jordan, for being on this week. We appreciate it, and we hope when the project moves along that you'd be willing to maybe come back and uh, talk with us again. Absolutely, guys. It's uh, It was fun. Yeah, um, definitely. I've, I've lost my voice talking about lost. You, you'll count how many times I said lost boys in this interview. I might, actually. Oh, that's going conf- to confuse me. I've been counting how many times you said a boot. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, 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 we're only like 40 minutes from Canada, by the way. So, yeah. yeah we're, we're in Vermont, so we're, we're yeah, very... Yeah. We're just below the yeah. border. I was just in Montreal a couple weeks okay. ago myself. Yeah. I... I've, I've, so every time I go to Montreal, there's always, where are you guys from? Like, are you from like Vermont or Massachusetts or? Yeah, pretty much everyone <laughs> in Montreal is from the States. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you guys from, oh, you went to Montreal? We went, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yes. No, when I would go to Montreal, it's always people from the state because it's the 18 year, you know. Yeah, it's like a two yeah, hour yeah. drive for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great city. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's clean. It's just a different part of Canada <laughs> than what you're. It's got strip yeah. clubs and cheap alcohol. Yeah. I don't it's know. just not Toronto. I've been to Toronto too. It's a very and po- yeah. poutine and you know. Yeah, poutine's great. Yeah. 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 I actually, re- I actually really like the Middle Eastern food I ate while I, I was there. I guess I, I went to the wrong place. I, I, I feel like I, I, I feel like a filmmaker from Montreal might make a different ghost puncher than than uh, than you. So it's know. it's yeah we get we get Villeneuve uh, doing. <laughs> doing like Matthew McConaughey comes a gaunt in Ghost Puncher and he's <laughs> didn't really do it. <laughs> but it's like I mean that that whole industry is a whole that's all you guys should do a story on that Quebec industry I mean the rest of Canada hasn't really quite caught up at all to them and what what they produce and they make in their own industry it's like it's like a Oh, their yeah. own world in terms of quality filmmaking interesting yeah yeah it, it's it's a different it's a uh, yeah it's it's very different so yeah um. All right. So, uh, cool. yeah. Thank you very much for being on and uh, have a great week. Thanks, guys. All it right. was fun. Thank Lost you. Boys. Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. Perfect. <laughs> well, that was Jordan McCloskey talking to us about Ghost Puncher. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, give us more money. Give Here, us here's more a, money. Here's an ad. Listen to our ad about money. Ad Audible. Money. Money. In a world where people use money for goods and services, the Lost at Home podcast needs you to perform a service for them so that they can get money. No, not that service. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash lost and get a free month of Audible's audiobook service and a free audiobook on the show. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Plus, it helps the show. Got an iPhone or Android? Then download the Audible app and listen to your book anywhere you would listen to a podcast. Thanks for your support. Now, jump to it, fuckers. All right, now that we're back into the show proper, we have a few stories to talk about. But before we get to those, uh, we have an update. We have a new Trashy McTrash Trash for this week. Yeah, people who love Trashy McTrash Trash. We haven't played an intro segment for this, and I think now that it's on its third time, we're going to need one eventually. It, it, it really is now. It's officially a segment. Did Oscar the Grouch ever sing a song? Yeah, pro- oh, yeah absolutely. Street? Yeah, he then sang a song. Any, or, any he was definitely a part of a song. Okay, 
so not right now, but our homework in the before future. the next Trash Me Trash Trash is we we uh, do a little bit of research. Or if anybody out there knows, you have of to have some a song great about trash of great. Uh, I, uh, God damn it, I know he does, man. He's got it. So if anybody out there knows or finds anything ahead of time, um, hit us up on on Twitter and whatnot, or Facebook or whatever, and uh, and let us know if there's a great uh, or any other songs about trash we may not be thinking of. But an Oscar the Grouch song would be pretty fucking great. And I, I could take some samples, fucking spice it up, mash it up a little bit. No, I I love that idea. We need to do that. Cool. All right. So that's the plan. Empty promises. No, Been a no, while this, since we've this had, will yeah, happen. That one has to because we actually need a segment intro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now uh, I'm gonna be posting this one on our webpage uh, in the show notes when the show comes out. Uh, I'm gonna delete or pixelate everything that would give away this person's identity, so we don't get into any kind of trouble. But um, I think you finally need to see how stuff is written because, once again, I'm not going to read the numbers and the weird spellings. I'm going to try to read this as humanly normal as possible. There are a lot of words that have numbers that shouldn't have numbers and symbols where yeah. symbols shouldn't be. But I'm going to I'm gonna power through. And this yeah. is a short one, so here yeah. we go. This is just a tweet, right? Or No, this is a Facebook nope, this post. this is a Facebook okay, post. Okay, yeah. It's not the fucking the books, yeah. Saw a duck today, and I guess I got acid in my stomach. Gonna take it easy now till it goes away with the med I got for it. Feeling sick. Chair, um, can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Doesn't everyone have acid in their stomach? I believe they do. I believe it's actually a very key component to digestive function. If it goes away, isn't that a bad thing? I don't think you should be taking those medicines. That make it go away. That make acid go away. I can understand maybe, you know, when the acid comes up to a certain yeah. point, you this know, is, maybe like acid reflex. These. This is why I love these. Reflux. It's awesome. As a reflex. Uh, I guess yeah. I got acid in my stomach. Yeah. Wah, wah. But the other thing, too, is like when somebody says they have acid in their stomach, like... I like that. I think of like heartburn, maybe. That's what I'm wondering. Acid 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 reflux. reflux. Yeah, yeah. Like a condition where the acid that's normally in her stomach is interacting poorly with her biology and and bubbles up and like does some, you know, hurts. But uh, I like that she just found. I guess I got acid in my stomach. Who who knew? (laughs) I thought. I thought she probably thinks it's like a mini wood chippery type mechanism that you know grinds down the food. We all know. We all know it boils in acid and then dissolves. Yeah, but, it's like but, it's like those cartoons where you dip like a person in acid, and then just like a a clean white bone comes out. Yep, connected to. Yeah, because connective tissue is not acid burnable or yeah. meltable. Yeah, or just people who make cartoons don't pay attention to uh, uh, biology. As they much. don't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that That's is all we have that. this week for trash me trash trash. Uh, we uh, will be bringing those to you whenever a good one pops up. Uh, trust me, there's a lot of stuff in between that's probably worth saying, but we're just saving the best, and I thought that was worth sharing. So, speaking of best, there you go. How the, about web droppings? The best of the internet. Web droppings. All right, you brought everything to the table again. I did this week's web droppings. Although, are uh, okay, by this is I truly I should say that uh, at least this week. I had a chance to look, and it just turns out that your stories were better. Uh, last week, uh, you truly held or carried the show, uh, and I appreciate that. Aww. I appreciate you, Scott. Well, thank you. I'm going to suck that balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. Oh, mm. go here. Oh, eating Scott balls. Recurring segment. I've created more intros for this one song. Intro segment. Did I have anything else? Tasty balls. You know your uh, your num nums you just did there. Maybe think about the way I feel when I walk into a KFC once every three or four years. Oh, you know, actually, guilty pleasure. Every couple of years, I go to a KFC. Since I've lived uh, with my uh, 
the, the roommate I have now, uh, we we make the the serious mistake of going uh, probably now three or four times a year. Okay, that's yeah. that's a bit much. It, it really is, be, and I realize it because I get a fucking famous bowl right off the bat. Cause that's just them. I don't even I know what those. those words mean. Is that like a sadness bowl? It is the sadness bowl. It's the Pat okay. Oswalt sad, sadness bowl. Um, where it's um, yeah, they just jam all the good stuff into one bowl. They're just like, "Fuck you! You don't give a shit. You're sad." <laughs> it's what's left in the sink after they drain it, but in a <laughs> it's bowl. So good. It's like, so good. Because <laughs> what it is? Okay, what are they, they've got fucking potatoes, of course. And they got they got corn and chunks of fucking little popcorn chickeny motherfuckers in there. So it's fried, it's just, fried chicken shepherd's pie. It is, <laughs> and, but it's like covered with fucking gravy and it's shredded. An Al- it's an Alabama shepherd's pie. Quote, unquote, cheese. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, it is fucking good. Well, and it gives me diarrhea, which somehow comes out looking exactly like the. Uh, I just blast the famous bowl immediately across my uh by what is what is it about kfc that you want to talk about scott that you brought to the table it is it has nothing to do with my diarrhea it has nothing to do with your diarrhea never nothing does it never does god damn it um got the loneliest diarrhea on the planet right now we are in the middle of celebrating uh kfc's 60th anniversary and if you're not celebrating it you're doing something right you are absolutely, but if you, first of all, nobody's ever made it to sixty if they've eaten uh, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken for more than a few minutes. But if you would like to celebrate with the uh, fine people at KFC, um, they've got a way to do it. Now, here, I think I'm going to let them explain it to you. Oh yeah, KFC memory bucket. Because sometimes photos and ch- buckets of chicken. Fuck it, I don't know. I don't know. You're a young person. <laughs> You're attractive, so of course you eat KFC, because that's something you do. We all like to make mistakes. Chlamydia, herpes, and KFC. Oh, God. Oh. No. Oh yeah, God, no. sometimes you get diarrhea like old Jimmy here. That's well, a, a lot of diarrhea. And sometimes you got to share that moment with all your friends. So we put a printer <laughs> in a chicken bucket. <laughs> Because of course you want to share with all your friends that you went to KFC. You're not ashamed of it. So that ad may not have uh, filled in all the blanks for you, but what we're looking at here is the Memories Bucket by KFC. It is a giant bucket of chicken, just like your deluxe giant buckets of chicken they sell every day. Deluxe. Deluxe. <laughs> deluxe chicken in the sky. I wonder if they like they have to spell deluxe like D-E-L-U-C-K-S because it's actually like false advertising to actually call anything they've ever produced. Right. The diarrhea that they produce as deluxe. <sighs> Gross. <laughs> so that's um, what they are. They're a diarrhea factory. They really are. <laughs> they um, are. Now Heartburn, what, they're, they're an acid in your stomach diarrhea factory. Now if you'd like to record the memory of like this diarrhea factory forever, you can use your phone, Bluetooth it to the box, and have the box print out like a uh, like a Polaroid camera. Right. Uh, photos of things instantaneously. Or like, or like, a, like a you like you literally take photos with your camera right. yeah. and then print them from the bucket. It is very Polaroid-y, yeah. Which is great because Polaroid don't like they don't now, exist anymore. Now, in theory, if you're eating at a KFC and a family across from you has the Polaroid bucket, can't you at the opposite table then sync to its Bluetooth with your phone and start sending dick pics to their bucket I, at I their believe, table? Until they're like they're like just cracking just on like, their fucking rrr, rrr, another dick's coming out. <laughs> Edith, Edith, our chicken keeps making dicks. <laughs> God damn it. Is like, that well, your dick, Clark? At least, it's not a, at least it's not a fried rat this time. Ooh, that'd be awesome, actually. Get a dead rat 
and a piece of KFC chicken and and take the photo of them together <laughs> and then go to KFCs and force their buckets to print them out with written on the thing like right across the screen like this was this is in your bucket dude i oh this my piece god of chicken i there i i really wish this was way more uh widespread because this is limited or whatever but yeah. i really wish it was because you could have like hackers fucking anonymous it's like not popping even it's, it's just, not no it's not it's just you just sink you just have to know to their exactly. chicken bucket i mean how hard is this to understand <laughs> <laughs> luckily a lot of the people who go to kfc uh, for family dinners probably don't necessarily understand the nuances of technology no they even, probably wouldn't even make it print photos they'd just be like this box of chicken sure is heavy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like one of their kids spills a soda on it be like our bucket of chicken sparking just sparking <laughs> <laughs> error, error. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, yeah. So I kind of just want to troll KFCs now. Like I'm pretty sure from the parking lot, if you're across from like a window, you could probably get the Bluetooth did, signal. Did, to did I hear this is Canada only though? Right? Yeah. Because unfortunately, it is KFC I mean, but, Canada. No, but for us, it doesn't matter. We can go to Canada for, like in a heartbeat. And yeah. actually, Ghost Puncher, it's a good uh, tie-in. He, he's from Canada. He's from Toronto, and I was in Canada a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, all that stuff's real. <laughs> that giant fucking uh, uh, country ab- above us is actually real. What do you know? Uh, yeah. All right. I hear about it. I see it on the map, but I don't know. My, uh, you know, the the jury's still out on Canada. True. Although one thing did happen in Canada that was kind of special. Yeah. And it's they're, so- they're way more polite than we are. They are. They, and uh, they don't murder robots. They were host to Hitchbot well before the U.S. was. And our next story is actually about Hitchbot. For those of you who don't know, Hitchbot was made by a robotics group to basically see how human interactions with robots works as long as, as far as like courtesy goes. The Hitchbot simply wants to hitchhike across wherever it is. It hitchhiked across Germany, Canada, and recently was dropped in the Northeast now of the United States to the, move it. It the, is completely helpless. And here's the thing. So you I, 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 I didn't read so much. It. Okay, that, yeah. So I didn't read so much of the, uh, the the background of it. So that's what I was asking. It, also like, has it just a, sits there, right? It and has then you a pick GPS it up device. and it, it wants to go somewhere. And then yep. when you get there, you set it down in yep. its location and wait for then the next person to yep. come and, and yeah, okay. Uh, it has a GPS device and it has a LED screen with a friendly face on it as its head in a glass jar, essentially. And uh, what Scott, you have to do I don't wanna... when, you, when you give it a hitching ride, you have to give it a slight charge too from your car. I think it plugs into any USB port or lighter, so it requires a little bit of your power and a little bit of your effort to bring it somewhere. Sounds like Hitchbot is just finding a reason to uh, trashily fuck as many cars as possible hey, with yeah. its ask, dirty ask, USB. Ask, ask your cash. No one rides for free. Hmm. Ask, I, ask I, and cash. apparently, when this robot was carried from uh, from its East Coast starting point, I believe near Boston, uh, yeah. it made its way to Philadelphia. Uh, only to be vandalized. Yeah, after this is after it has made it all over the world. Yep, it's um, gone. Well, I mean, not all Germany over the world. Okay, across yeah. Canada. Okay, successfully across like, apparently politer uh, cultures. Because oh, and and okay, first of all, that's a ghetto looking robot. By the way, it's basic. It does what it needs to do. I mean, it's, it's even more basic right now because in Philadelphia, is, they ripped off its arms and stole its head yeah, and beat it up. They, 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 they beat it up. <laughs> There's no reason to beat it up. Fucking robot. You fucking fucking robot it. piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. Come down here from Canada to take our jobs. Yeah, you fucking immigrant <laughs> robot. Maybe yeah. I want to hitchhike. You took a fucking car seat. I could have been sitting in asshole. I, but no, but it is a ghetto looking but It looks like a, like uh, kids made like a, a scarecrow. And yeah, then decided it's, to... it's meant to be like friendly, not imposing. Like if it looked like a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica, no one's gonna pick it up. If it looked like a T eight hundred from Terminator, no one's gonna pick it up. I don't know. I might pick it up. I mean, like just out of fear. 
Because of like, what if that motherfucker comes flying at me with a goddamn gun? Have you ever I, seen those Cylons, man? Those are badass. I'm surprised it got vandalized. I, I, I would have put good money on getting raped before, you know, vandalized. You never want to have sex with a robot? Do they know it wasn't you never, raped? You never want to have sex with a robot? Well, we've talked about... Like, I, I can't we, wait to talk, have sex with a robot. We've had this talk more times I was talking than to, I've said hi to you. I'm pretty sure last week I was talking about <laughs> fucking a robot velociraptor. You, you were. <laughs> yep. See, that's, like, that's my thought, is if, yeah. if us two normal, well-educated... You uh, thinking what I'm normal thinking? Normal people, you know, <laughs> want to fuck every robot they see, then how did this thing make it through... What Canada, Germany, and part of the U.S. without getting fucked once? We don't. Did we know that it didn't though? I don't think it's capable we don't, okay. of being fucked. So I would imagine it would have been altered to be fucked. Like, like you rip its head off. <laughs> Apparently, fuck the neck hole. There's somebody still fucking that LED head somewhere. Uh, yeah, Hitchbot wants to go home. Please, please, please. They made me sentient. They programmed me sentient. <laughs> I can feel this. It's terrible. Your semen is corroding the circuits in my brain. Robo no means robo no. (laughs) So poor Hitchbot um, is actually, there's an offer on the table from a Philadelphia robotics group that wants to uh, improve the tarnished uh, name of Philadelphia after this vandalistic (laughs) act. It was not exactly like pristine before oh, they Philadelphia just they murdered but I, but I love the fact that like it took uh, a murdering a robot it doesn't matter you know how many humans get murdered every day <laughs> Jared robotics <laughs> companies can't rebuild humans legally yeah we I, I remember seeing that the six million dollar man it's so fucking expensive apparently yeah well it would today's inflation would be way more than that too yeah that's like hundred million dollar man by now maybe man I would have loved to have raped that robot <laughs> million dollar man yeah a fucking handsome robot dude. that's the sound it would happen yeah as I'm, as I'm as I'm yeah. pounding pounding uh, the six million dollar man's buttocks yep okay. he was a fucking handsome robot though he was dreamy um we have one last story in web droppings and this is kind of funny because it once again screams America we did uh talk we get a KFC with its uh Bluetooth photo puking chicken box. We, actually- we got a robot that got vandalized because it's America and now Taco Bell is gonna start serving alcohol. Right. And that's this not isn't actually Chicago. News. This is, yeah, this is uh, you know That's not news. We knew a couple weeks back, actually or months back, that Taco Bell was flirting with the idea of serving alcoholic right. beverages. Oh my god, I really hope that comes to Vermont. Well, uh they chose uh their first also location ever from, yep. to do this, and this is gonna be in Chicago. And what they're going to sell is drafts and frozen cocktails uh, Thursday through Saturday uh, up until midnight with a midnight cutoff time. I like that, yeah. But also on every single one of those time frames where alcohol is being served, Taco Bell will have a bouncer. Yep. Let me repeat that. Taco Bell is going to now employ a bouncer. For $7.25 an hour. I feel I feel like that needs a They're really going to get a quality bouncer for seven twenty-five. Can you imagine getting turned down for the job a bouncer at Taco Bell? Oh my God, you kill yourself! Like, I, think I, would, I, would, I would, I think I would then go eat Taco Bell. It might be the one thing that makes it, that makes me. I eat Taco Bell probably once every three years. I eat one of their fucking Nacho Dorito Loco Explosion Inferno Churro Blast <laughs> Empanada butt plugs. <laughs> The only reason it's a butt plug is to stop the diarrhea. From oh, it's because it tastes just as fucking good whether it's going in or out. You can shove it right up your fucking ass, and you're it, actually better off. It's if gonna you do come that. out looking the same. It's kind of like way. butt chugging, where you like drink alcohol through your anus. Uh, the only you uh, stick Taco Bell up your up your butthole. Arriba! Is that the sound you make? The sound I make. Yep. 
<laughs> All the time. Different. It doesn't, different. doesn't matter what no, you're eating. No, when I shove uh, empanadas up my asshole okay. from okay. Taco Bell. Well, I see, okay. And, and the thing and about... If, I think I want to go to this one in Chicago to do that while eating at it well, so the had, bouncer can remove me because the bouncer's not going to have a lot to do. Oh, wait, I forgot. The also, oh, yeah, the bouncer... Is the bouncer's going to be the busiest bouncer in America. Yeah. But they're also they they work at Taco Bell because probably because they love the perks because the only perks are free Taco Bell. Mm. So the bouncer also has diabetes and is weak. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he lost a foot already. Hey, you! Hey, he actually yeah. puts his stump leg in one of the high chairs and just pushes it around. <laughs> Yo, man, if I get my hands on you, thing is though, they still will win because you're a drunk ass fat dude eating Taco Bell. But actually, my my theory about going there and starting trouble just to just to get on his bad side is bad because Taco Bell is a notorious destination for drunks late at night. Yeah, that's the only reason they like, stay. In I've business. had too much to drink. I better drive to a Taco Bell and eat something to <laughs> sober like, back up. It's like Taco Bell and Denny's, like. They're the only reason they're in business. They could seriously only be open from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., yep. and they would still get 90% of their business. Yep. That and uh, pancake houses, or what are they called? Waffle houses? Waffle house. Brothels. The, the that's, wa- not a, the, that's not a brothel, although I'm pretty sure people have had sex the, in them before. Brothel and waffles, man. Brothel house. The, 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 yeah, the, broth, the brothel house, dude. <laughs> let's fucking do it. Let's, let's create that. All, all the girls there who work there, all the misses, they all uh, wear foam uh, waffle costumes. That's... Sexy. And um, everyone who pays for a girl gets a, uh, a pour of maple syrup. Real maple syrup? No. Of course not. No, it's Brothel House. Yeah, yeah, it's Brothel House. Like the brand Brothel <laughs> yeah. House maple syrup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's just from whatever scrapings we got well, before. It's technically maple flavored lube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. I love it. Um, brothel House. You know, what? They're, they're, they actually have, uh, actually, I don't know. Do they still have uh, KFC Taco Bells? Uh, um, yeah, oh yeah, they even have Pizza Hut, KFC, Taco Bell. Yeah, okay. they're all owned by the same company. Yeah, yeah, because well, because I remember I in, when I lived them. in uh, St. Albans, which is actually really close to uh, Canada, even closer than we live now, um, is up there. They had a KFC, Taco Bell, and it was like the worst mistake because they're the two biggest fast food I mistakes you can make. But if I'm going to eat fast food and there's a KFC Taco Bell combo, I go to it. A fucking uh, a, a, I fucking a down and beats everything because I can get fried chicken strips. A biscuit and some tacos. Yeah, those three things don't even go together. No, and that's it's amazing. In fact, I want like the special KFC Taco Bell famous bowl, where it's the famous bowl only with like fucking chalupas. Chalupas? Is that what they were? Yeah, I think so. No, chucacabras. No, no, those are the mythical beast. All I know is when I eat all those things combined at the same restaurant, I poop rainbows. Is that right? No, it's watery. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's watery, <laughs> but you poop, which, which means you're always pooping into the sun somehow to, yeah, to make the, the, the spray from it. Makes <laughs> a rainbow. This is a mist. <laughs> oh, that's a very. Oh. If you clench right and you eat and you poop the next day while clenched right, you can make a fine, fine, a fine watery dia- mist. A, a diarrhea, misty diarrhea. <laughs> We've talked about diarrhea more on the show than we ever have. We're not usually this poop humor Sorry, oriented. Jordan. We actually all... He's like, this is my big break. Everyone's <laughs> gonna hear about my movie now. <laughs> well, how about that diarrhea? Let's snack on some of that. Bleepity blop. Hey, let's talk about uh, audio video. This is what we do, because this is a V-Club Minute said, well, all the stuff you just heard is what I'm saying. Diddity. Fuck you. Fuck your stupid segments. Okay. Piece of shit. You know, it's our show. You're telling us to go fuck ourselves. Yeah, I, I, okay, I would okay. love to. If I could fuck myself, I would be fucking myself. The, the AV Club segment opener would be the sound of me lubing myself up and fucking myself. That would be like, it'd be like, AV Club. 
Oh fuck! I feel so good. <laughs> I feel so good. I want me inside of me. <laughs> so anyway, what do you? Got? Oh, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of sex again, <laughs> of course. Um, Jurassic World has been turned into a gay Thai porn. Is it? What did we? Did actually? I, I forgot to check. What's the name of it? Is it just called Gay Jurassic World? Um, gay porn world or something or yeah is there a, I mean, is on, there a clever it was title? on the banner it's it, Thai so it could G, be G Thai movie 15 Jurassic porn okay Jurassic porn that works it, it because Jurassic it is made Park? by yeah. G Thai movies if you go to G Thai uh, com I believe it is it is a collection of all gay Thai movies um, okay. porn movies this one is basically a recreation of Jurassic World uh, including the, the scene where he's training the raptors I haven't seen Jurassic he, World he yeah. does the, I think the this is the second week in a row to to dance. I've had to admit that I haven't seen Jurassic uh, World and then, okay. we, then we get into the discussion about how I never see movies in the theaters this movie is comically hilarious has lots of Benny Hill comically styles. hilarious <laughs> has lots of Benny Hill as opposed to dramatically hilarious I love it <laughs> it's terrifyingly hilarious <laughs> continue sir <laughs> it's hot it's fine I know I'm roasting this is um, when we have our goofiest shows is this stretch of this two month stretch of humidity I, I think honestly after seeing the trailer for this movie and this trailer's link will be posted on our website under show notes for this episode um, I would watch this in a heartbeat if it wasn't for the fact that it was a gay Thai porn because well, I, I don't think you'd have, have a real interest in watching that well yeah you'd have to, you'd have to fast forward through the gay sex part but it's, which is, it's I mean, amazing yeah. and it's got people in full raptor costumes having sex with other people and yeah, yeah. Um, the only female character is uh, uh, Chris Pratt's love interest from the movie who is played by a man in drag yeah, yeah. in this one so uh, if anyone wants to check it out go find Jurassic Porn the all Thai all gay all porn version of Jurassic World <laughs> perfect um, now moving on from that, we have more AV news this week than we usually do. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, we're talking. Well, we're we're going to get some uh, streaming uh, info yeah. because people love their streaming networks. They've got their Netflixes. They've got their Hulus. Sometimes you need uh, a, a couple of extra things to supplement that because who can ever watch enough of anything on all those? I mean, there's only 45 bazillion movies on Netflix. I hate to say it, but on Netflix, I think I've seen every horror movie. I, I swear at this point, I, I'm having a hard time finding ones I haven't watched. And we, when we were actually t- talking about, uh, okay, we've talked about horror movies today, and we've talked about uh, actually last week, and we had some exploitation movies from last week yep. that we were talking about fairy tales, and and today we're we've got streaming versions of both those genres. You want to yep. start out with some exploitation TV info? Yep. Exploitation TV is a new. Uh, I think it's coming August twentieth. I think is when it's supposed to launch. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is August twentieth. Yeah. It is a uh, ten dollar a month service that is basically exploitation films from yeah. the seventies uh, that have all been remastered and saved in what could be considered one of the biggest archival projects for old movies uh, happening this well, year, and, specifically uh, indie films. And, and first, I want to note: you say exploitation, and uh, be, well, uh, not because exploitation, yeah, not because uh, you're mispronouncing exploitation, but because of the various the asterisk exploitation. So, black exploitation, sex exploitation, uh, horror, uh, hardcore, yeah. uh, anything completely yeah. weird. But it's all from the seventies, eighties, uh, even goes back as far as the sixties. But they're doing like remastering and stuff like that. On yep, these. this yeah. could be the biggest uh, remastering project and conservation project of uh, indie film ever shit, shit undertaken. that would otherwise just disintegrate and probably never get that treatment if it wasn't for some a lot of 8mm like film and such yep yeah. um, so what's going to happen is you can go to exploitation.tv uh, starting on August 20th uh, later on in the year they're going to have iOS and Android apps to go along with it much like Netflix's streaming service and for $10 a month they're going to launch with 250 feature films yeah uh, 80 of them are previously unreleased films, meaning they were probably found in someone's garage on an 8mm, but 
their horror, their sexploitation, their blaxploitation, their action, their yeah. everything you could think of under that umbrella of like edgy, weird 70s uh, film. Yeah, which, which uh, we're is, both fans uh, of it. Yeah. Some of it's garbage, some of it's not. So uh, I would say and, but, but for ten dollars a month, I'm going to check it out at least for a couple months. Yeah, and, and you know they're probably going to have a, they're probably going to have like a trial thing or whatever where you you know sign up for maybe I a couple doubt weeks it. or whatever. I think with this kind of service, it's so niche. You think and it's so niche that yeah. you know what you're getting into. You don't need to trial it. Yeah, it's I don't, not no, like no, no. Spot, it's of, not like uh, audibletrial.com slash lost, lost where you need that month of free service and the free audiobook that we provide to, you know, get you in the door to see if this is a service uh, that works for you. Oh yeah. Oh, I feel so good inside me. Sorry, I just wanted to like make sure we didn't just go into <laughs> into another give us money thing without me just uh getting a little lost at home in there. I side eyed Jer so hard my <laughs> neck hurts. <laughs> I was wondering like uh, if you were gonna uh, recover from that. Um, now you brought another streaming yeah, service that's yeah. new to the world, and, and this one actually, this one's a little bit, uh, it's it's a little more, uh, I don't want to say mainstream, but sort of. It's it's actually it's, porn. it's it's AMC porn, AMC, yeah, the uh, uh, oh shit, what's a good acronym for AMC for porn? anal masochistic cock? No, um, arthritic Wait. mammary clitoris, clitoris, no. So um, do we do do we uh, have different ambi- versions? Ambidextrous midget midget calamity. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> take your pick, folks. Whatever it is, ambidextrous um, midget clown. Okay, I like it. I porn. like it. I like the. Don't even say porn, but that's just assumed when you have ambidextrous midget clowns. Man, that immediately uh, rings uh, means hot and sexy. It does pornography. So what's this? What's this? Oh yeah. So this is. I'm, I'm talking say? about. Uh, this is actually. I feel, still think it's technically. Uh, I think maybe public beta by now, but it's um, Shutter.com, and this is a shutter horror, like a window shutter. S H U D D like shutter like. Uh, that, that's not me masturbating. That's me I shuddering. I find shutters much more scary when they bang in the wind, and you think it's someone outside your house just you, banging on your house. That's the thing. Is this this actually this this Martha? He's out there again. <laughs> he's got <laughs> that hammer. He's just hitting the wall. That guy. He's just, Clark, shut up and watch the TV. He's just helping. He's putting the shutters on the house. Martha, he's back. He keeps repairing our home, and we don't <laughs> want our taxes to go up. Oh Jesus, we're letting it disintegrate. I've used the Shutters twice. Shutters are scarier by far. You think so? Well, well, shuddering, all I can think of is the last time I had the flu, I shuddered. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also so, shudder so when you're like... So this is a website that live streams uh, people being sick? Exactly. Like, you can just watch someone on the couch like with the flu. It's six exploit- At any given moment. Yeah, sixploitation. <laughs> sixploitation. Kind of like sexploitation, but I, I use the word sick in place of sex. Can we do this? Can we start a live streaming service where we constantly at any given moment for ten dollars a month can live stream to people with high level fevers just like like, just, like laying in bed twitching or talking and, and people, and people like eat, like eating uh chicken noodle soup i would eat chicken noodle soup while watching someone having fever dreams <laughs> <laughs> in fact the uh during the free trial we actually send you a cup of soup um uh free on cup six of soup. Blo- yeah chicken noodle of course or whatever. I think they're just um, sexploitation. Sexploitation. I like it. So yeah, Shutter.com. Uh, I think it's a public beta. This is a horror-only streaming service put out by the good folks at AMC, not the ambidextrous midget clown one, but the uh, American Movie Classics or whatever it's called, something like that. Um, and if you know, uh, if you if your you're mom's a, fan, a cunt. Wait. <laughs> 
Wait, 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 wait. AMC. I got one. I got oh, one right. All mom. Oh, no, yeah. Wait, no, no. I got two right. Moms. Yeah, moms and cunts. We definitely put two. something. Yeah. So uh, it's not YMCA. No. <laughs> Your mom's a cunt. You're no. arthritic moms and cunts. <laughs> That's the M. Yeah. You're Arthritic Mobs. Y-A-M-C. Wait, what does that stand for? You're Arthritic Mobs. I cut. Stupid bitch and her noobie hands trying to give me a hand job. Oh, I got bruises all over my dick because your mom's nubby hands. Fucking Arthritic bitch. I know you can bruise a dick because I your mom. Go to Shutter.com. For all your horror movie needs. That's enough. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I just didn't think those words would ever be said. No, I like it. You know what? I think that's that's good enough for me. How's that? All right. We're done. Everyone we're have done. a great week. Please come back again. Please. <laughs> Please. Come <laughs> it's on, a good man. way to end the show. Oh.